I believe there's a lot more work to be done in the loosening our grip, in the allowing, in the surrender. I think that that's the place where magic ends up happening. And listen, I love me some hard work. I love to stay up really late working on stuff. I love to take a seven month certification course. I love school. I love working hard. And also, I've come to know that very often the hard work is a very sophisticated, insidious tactic and tool to shield myself from what I am not yet ready for, for what I feel like I'm too scared to receive, for what might be available to me if I just let go, if I just stop hiding behind my hard work. What can you say yes to? What can you say no to that you didn't realize was an option? What can you choose that you forgot was even an option available to you because you can do whatever you want. I'm Bianca Liamora, and this is Help Me See. This podcast is devoted to the itch you cannot scratch, the fire in your belly, and the forever quest of seeing the deeper meaning of this life we're living. We meet at the intersection of art, self-discovery, beauty, pain, memory, nostalgia, and consciousness. Yeah, it's a pretty busy intersection. (laughs) I believe your photographic practice is a portal of presence and revelation that connects it all. I'm a photographic artist myself, an NLP coach, a mama, an HSB, an introvert, a dog-obsessed person with an unquenchable thirst for vision and not missing my life. This podcast is for the conscious creators in life and art and business The conversations we have here are committed to honoring the wholeness of life and exploring how to bridge that gap between your distinct vision and your intentional life. We use photographic practice to light the way, whether or not you consider yourself a professional. I hope this podcast feels like a safe place to land and feel less alone, a place to get wildly inspired, and most of all, a place that always reminds you of your own distinct personal power. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. So today I am pausing before I begin packing up my studio to record a little podcast episode just about the experience. Um, I'm really sad. I could cry, actually. (laughs) Um, I'm very sad. But, you know... I trust that what is coming next is even more beautiful and just different. You know, I never planned to open a studio. And then when it kind of came about and I decided to take the plunge, I also didn't plan on it basically just being a solo workspace. I had thought I was going to host workshops in here and I was going to do a lot of portrait sessions in here and X, Y, Z. But you know what? I never really did. Like I did a couple of sessions in here, but you know, mostly I use this space as my space of solace, as my space of, I can walk in and this is just my container to think and to be 
And I realized I didn't really want a lot of people in here. Um, I wanted this to be my place. And while the quote unquote return on investment numbers wise didn't make sense, what it gave me to know that I had this place to always come to um, meant so much more than that. And as I walk away from it, I am. I have a deeper understanding of the how of not the how of, of seeing how we never can plan the how I like to be able to see into what I'm doing and see the possibilities and tentatively plan in my mind's eye. But at a certain point, you really must surrender in order to experience. That's it. In order to experience, I was, I was just trying to think of experience. What like just experience. That's the whole point. It's that if we don't surrender and we're too busy trying to control all the things, then where is the feeling part of it? You know, I am, I did some of the things that were the check the box off things. Like I ordered a fancy sign from Etsy, uh, a pricey expense, uh, a fancy sign from Etsy. And I ended up stopping putting it out because I didn't, I just could tell I didn't even want someone to walk upstairs and knock on my door while I was busy thinking (laughs) and being by myself. Um, And, you know, I went through the motions of ordering that sign and designing it and going back and forth with the designer. And now it's like a really pricey memento (laughs) from this space. But do I regret not putting it out more? No. The truth of what I wanted out of this studio was realized and it was somewhere for me to go and to be and to think. And I recorded my first course here by myself and I took a bunch of Zoom calls in here and I've hosted some coaching sessions in here and I've had a couple of girls nights um, with some new friends here, which is really nice. And all that to say, um, I love, I'm, I am the most proud of myself for allowing this to come into my life. When the, when I first learned of the space, my mother-in-law had said, Oh, you know, the suite above that boutique is being rented out. And I wonder how much it is. And immediately I was like, well, I'm just not the type of photographer that has a space. Like I don't, I'm not able to do that yet. I don't, I'm not making enough to warrant paying for a space. And then I found out and how much it was. And my San Francisco self was very shocked at what the midwife, what the Midwest uh, price point was for a studio rental (laughs) and went for it. 
And it really showed me how acting on something based on your gut before you're ready, quote unquote, before you, or something that is outside of your original plan, how that can gift you so much more than you could ever imagine. I mean, anytime I say something like that, I think about my second son, Silas. He was a surprise. And um, I am so humbled by that. Every single day I look at him, I'm like, I cannot believe that you were not something that I feverishly planned and worked for and took all this action for. You just happened. I don't believe we have to work really hard to get what we want. I believe there's a lot more work to be done in the loosening our grip, in the allowing, in the surrender. I think that that's the place where magic ends up happening. And listen, I love me some hard work. I love to stay up really late working on stuff. I love to take a seven month certification course. I love school. I love working hard. And also, I've come to know that very often the hard work is a very sophisticated, insidious tactic and tool to shield myself from what I am not yet ready for, for what I feel like I'm too scared to receive, for what might be available to me if I just let go, if I just stop hiding behind my hard work. And I'm sharing this because it's so tricky to spot and I I want to offer it to you. Are you working really, really hard on something? Are you really trying to think your way through something and plan and do all the things and decide what specific steps you need to take in order to achieve the thing you want? How much of that is real and how much of that is something that you've just decided and made up your mind about. It turns out I didn't need to be anything other than who I was to have be a photographer that has her own studio on a downtown street. And now that I'm getting ready to leave it, I realize how silly it was to think that that wasn't something that was available to me before. It sounds so annoying and infuriating and also like naive to say that we are the ones deciding what we can and cannot have. But very, 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 very often it's very true. 
And I understand the element of privilege and I understand very real situations. But I also, being in a a situation that feels really hard right now, um, I also deeply understand my space in it. And I'm now seeing my role in keeping myself here. And it's confronting work. It's a hard thing to look at. But I'm going to ask a, a question, a similar question to I, that I ask in my um, neuro-linguistic programming uh, breakthrough sessions that I coach. What is the benefit to keeping this problem? This thing that you're so desperately trying to get past and work around. What is the benefit to keeping it? And what are you unwilling to do to move past it? And then what will happen if you get what you want? And what won't happen if you get what you want? Part of the reason why I love quantum linguistics so much is that it always assumes that you know. It always assumes your own power in your situation. And it just phrases questions in a way that forces your brain to take a left turn when it always usually takes a right and just bypasses even the option to entertain that there's a left turn, you know? So. I'm going to leave you with that. I really meandered throughout this, (laughs) throughout this chat. Um, But it felt important for me to sit down and reflect on my journey to getting to this point and to have having enjoyed and loved this studio for this amount of time and reminding myself in my bittersweet feelings that I never could have predicted having this space and the same thing applies to whatever's next for me. And the same thing applies to whatever's next for you. What can you say yes to? What can you say no to that you didn't realize was an option? What can you choose that you forgot was even an option available to you because you can do whatever you want. Okay. Let me know if you've had any revelations or if you've had any powerful shifts as a result of these questions. I would love, love, love to hear. And also if you're, if you're really intrigued by NLP and you'd like to experience a session, I have a link in my, in my show notes to book an NLP session with me. It's a, it's called a breakthrough. And the idea is it's breaking through uh, your ways of thinking about the problem that you have at hand. I have recorded a little video about it. If you want a little bit more info, it is on the product page that I've linked below. And um, it's a two-part Zoom session that we do in two separate, two separate calls. And um, 
Yeah. It's, I've actually been having, hearing amazing feedback on the shifts that my clients have taken in their worlds and in their work. And it's getting me really excited to continue this work in even deeper capacities. So if you want to experience uh, the power of discovery within yourself through an NLP breakthrough session, please go ahead and click on the link in the show notes and you can learn more there. Okay. Have a beautiful week. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.